the greatest fighter in the world today. They got a name for you. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. That was Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. They don't call you a great fighter. They call you Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen. You're damn right. Chael Patrick Sonnen is one of the most notorious. If I don't find title fights, title fights find me. I don't look for main events. Main events look for me. Loudest. I am the middleweight champion. I beat every champion there's ever been except one. This is going to be a one-sided pounding and I'm swinging the hammer. And most disrespectful UFC fighters ever. Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. The American gangster never pulled his punches. This is a beatdown. Insider outside of the cage. Tito always says I'm using my mouth to get my opportunities. The only person I know that made money using their mouth is his ex-wife. His iconic heel persona launched him into superstardom. I'm like John Jones. I sound like Sean Combs. And I got trombone-sized stones like John Holmes. And got him three separate opportunities for UFC gold. All three opportunities stemming from a single promise he made his father. I'm gonna win the world championship. And in pursuit of that promise, MMA fans got to win is one of the greatest undefeated, undisputed careers in the history of the sport. When all is said and done, I will still be undefeated and undisputed. Kind of. This is a story of crime. I used to rob banks. Comedy. I can't let you get close. Failure. I have one goal, it's to be the world champion, and I am not backing off that goal. And triumph. I defended my championship tonight for the first time. This is how Chelsea became a global mixed martial arts sensation. Chael Sonnen debuted in the UFC in 2005. But wait, the story doesn't start here. Chael Sonnen grew up in a really rough town. You haven't been to the mean streets of Westland, Oregon. And his family had a hard time making ends meet. There was years where my father didn't even make a hundred grand. Or barely made a hundred grand. And sure, we had a maid, but she only came twice a week. What do you think happened the other five days? Okay, maybe I exaggerated. You see, part of Chell's Hill persona is satirically playing up a harsh upbringing that he didn't have. We have chaos. We have anarchy at times in Westland. In reality, he had a nice upbringing with a loving, hardworking family. My father was a plumber. He got up and worked hard every single day. His father encouraged Chell's D1 All-American wrestling career, watching him earn silver medals and multiple championships and building a base for Chell's dream, cage fighting. Chell dipped his toe in pro MMA in 1997, getting a decision victory. But after a five-year hiatus, Chell began to take MMA seriously in 2002, getting five victories in a single year and becoming the Danger Zone light heavyweight champion. I want you people to know I've fought in a lot of cities all over the world. There's no place to fight like Portland, Oregon. But tragedy struck in late 2002 when Chell's father passed away. When my dad died, the the last thing I ever said to him, I said to him, I'm gonna win the world championship. And thus began Chell's journey to fulfill that promise. You get a good look at Chell Sonnet. Over the next three years, Chell bounced around multiple MMA promotions, fighting 16 times, earning the Gladiator Challenge Light Heavyweight Championship, and advancing his record to 15, 6, and 1. But wait, didn't I say Chell was undefeated? We'll get to that, but first, Chell's UFC debut. At UFC 55 in October 2005, Chell fought in a rematch to Hanato Sobral. But unlike their first outing, Chell was submitted in round two via triangle choke. Looks like he's got a triangle here. He's caught! He got him! But afterwards, a great show of respect between these two. Fortunately, Chell's next outing was a dominant decision win over Trevor Prangley. But the taste of victory was cut short at UFC 60 when Chell faced Jeremy Horn for a third time and submitted to a second round armbar. Wow! Armbar victory, Jeremy Horn! 
This unimpressive UFC beginning caused Chill to be released by the UFC, which planted the seed for two important principles. I call it the art of the bad guy. He had to deliver better performances and he had to make himself less expendable to the UFC. But for now, Chill had to carve a path back to the UFC. 29-year-old Chael Sonnen! So he took to Bodog and Sport Fight, quickly wrecking up a five-fight win streak with mostly finishes. This new and improved Sonnen made his way to the WEC, immediately finding himself in a middleweight title fight to Paulo Filio in December 2007. Middleweight title bout between that man, Chael Sonnen, and the defending champion, Paulo Filio. Paulo was undefeated and considered one of the best middleweights in the world. But in controversial fashion, Chael was on his way to being up two rounds against Paulo, but got caught in a late second round armbar. And with five seconds left in the round, Chael didn't tap, but screamed in pain which the referee interpreted as a verbal submission, stopping the fight and giving him his first loss in a major title fight. Frankie put me in a submission. Uh, he did a good job of securing it, but I didn't tap. But the bad guy was determined, returning a few months later to defeat Brian Baker and earn another shot at Paulo Filio. Chael's son and everybody have proven he's the number one contender. But nothing could ever be so easy in Chael's story as Paulo, the champion, would miss weight ahead of their rematch. And per the rules at the time, the bout became a non-title fight for both men, even though Chael made the weight. By him not showing up on weight, he took What's that name? opportunity away from Chael Sonnen. Chael proceeded to put on a dominant performance and win a one-sided decision, but did not become a world champion. Paulo apparently mailed his championship belt to Chael out of respect to his rival, but on paper, Chael still didn't fulfill his promise to his father. But there was a silver lining to this. This year, the Ultimate Fighting Championship and World Extreme Cage Fighting have merged. It seemed inevitable that eventually they would just say, come on, it's now all the UFC. We purchased the WEC. More fighters, more weight classes in one organization. The WEC being purchased by the UFC meant that Chael could begin his title run in the biggest MMA promotion. Fighting out of Westland, Oregon, USA, Chael In February 2009, Chell made his UFC return opposite Damian Maya. Beautiful takedown. Oh, and right into a triangle position. But found himself on the wrong end of a first round triangle choke. Rough return for the American gangster, but he had a promise to keep and he wasn't going to stop until he fulfilled it. But wait, where's the loudmouth son and we've all become accustomed to? The real champion sits before you today. There's this dirtbag named Anderson Silva. When Anderson Silva walks into a room, you could hear a rat piss on cotton. That persona really started to develop after his next two fights. Certainly a very clear, decisive victory for Chael Sonnen. Chael defeated Dan Miller via unanimous decision, but a one-fight win streak isn't enough to talk trash. As you can see, he was still pretty mild-mannered ahead of his next next bout against Yushin Okami. Okami's a, he's a tough guy to, to, to figure out. Nobody's really had much luck. And after winning a unanimous decision, he was still a reserved and respectful fighter. I'm not gonna fight him again, so uh, I'll be a little bit more humble to him. But ahead of his title eliminator fight against Nate Marquardt, Chell began to set his sights on Anderson Silva. It really is annoying to, to hear Anderson talk about himself. You know, I'm sitting at home on my couch going, what'd you do? Who'd you fight in the top 10? And at UFC 109 on February 10, Chell defeated Nate Marquardt in an exciting fight of the night via unanimous decision. Congratulations goes to Chael Sonnen. And now there was only one thing left to do, build a fight against Anderson Silva. Well, it'll be a verbal beat. Anderson Silva will be in tears before, before it's all over. At the time, Anderson Silva was undefeated in the UFC, approaching his seventh title defense and one of the most respected athletes on the planet. But Chael Sonnen did not care. I'm not in here to get the silver medal or say I one time fought in the main event. I'm here purely 
to win the world championship period. Getting to beat up Anderson is just a bonus. This isn't a fight that's going to be tit for tat. This isn't a war. We're not going to go out and battle each other. This is going to be a one-sided pounding and I'm swinging the hammer. Disrespecting the spider. I've heard of you. Now I thought, I didn't know I'd ever meet you, but ladies and gentlemen, this is Anderson Silva's fan. Anderson Silva is easily the most unpopular fighter in this company. And he still doesn't want to fight me. I became the number one contender on February 6th and on February 7th he put out a press release as to why he shouldn't have to fight me he beat up a math teacher he beat up a slow and unathletic light heavyweight and attacking the champion in a way that not only he had never been attacked he doesn't talk to the fans he doesn't talk to the media he pretends he doesn't speak english this guy's not from a bowing culture you bow in brazil they'll hit you over the head and take your wallet out of your pocket well, i don't fully know what respect means that sounds like something a kid says in the street after he's getting ready to take your coat and shoes i don't want to fight anderson i want to beat him down but nobody had seen in mixed martial arts he's the worst selling pay-per-view draw in the history of the ufc championship division. I'm going to put him on his prissy little ass. He hasn't accomplished near what I've accomplished in this sport. This level of trash talk added to the buildup of one of the most anticipated bouts in UFC history. I would never apologize to Anderson. In a million years, I wanted to apologize to that guy. But the question remained, could Chell Sonnen deliver? Well, in the opening round of UFC 117 in 2010, we got our answer. Chell Sonnen brought the fight to Anderson Silva on the feet. Until finally taking the spider down and dominating the rest of the round with ground and pound. He connected with some vicious strikes. Over the next four rounds, Chell proceeded to dominate the best fighter in the world, controlling him on the ground and relentlessly searching for the finish. He's got a, he's got a choke. He's trying to finish the champion. It really seemed like Chell Sonnen was about to fulfill his father's promise. Another round for Chell Sonnen in the books. This is 4-0 in my opinion. And in the fifth round, Chell went right back to the well for more ground control and attacks. Five minutes away from achieving his lifelong athletic dream. But with just two minutes left in the fight, Anderson Silva threw up one last Hail Mary. Triangle, watch out, triangle, this is trouble! And after a short struggle, Chell finally submitted. He's dead! And in one of the greatest comebacks ever, Anderson Silva retained his title. We scour planet Earth, and we came down to the two best guys. If you go look at the rankings tomorrow morning, we're still going to be the two best guys. Chael Sonnen uh, is a stud and put on an incredible performance tonight and uh, solidified that he is one of the best in the world and backed up all the smack talk. We fought for five rounds. He gets a submission in the fifth. Now, I didn't understand the rules. That was a misunderstanding of the rules. In some parallel universe, you can hit a man 300 times. Whip the man's ass for 25 minutes. He wraps his legs around your head for eight seconds. And they declared him the winner. On the streets of Westland, Oregon, that is not the rules. I thought if you tapped, you lost that round. I did not know that the contest as a whole would come to a conclusion. So I thought what they would do is they go to a judge's decision. I won the first four and then he's going to win the fifth. And we go home and I'd be the new champion. And although it is a satirical line, Chell really felt like the UFC champion. I am the middleweight champion. I defended my championship tonight for the first time and I am willing to give Anderson a shot at the true belt, the linear belt, the people's belt. And this would not be his last outing against the Spider. But before we can talk about Chell's next two title fights, let's talk about why Chell Sutton considers himself undefeated. I have never lost a round of fighting. And, and when I say that, sometimes a guy will laugh, you know, because I've lost some fights. But I've never lost a round. I, I've never had a fight where, where a judge ever scored a round against me. Despite having 26 wins and 11 losses after fighting Anderson Silva, Chell maintained he was undefeated in competition because he dominated most of his fights before losing via stoppage. I've won every round I've ever fought. I've never been in a tough fight. I've never had stitches. I've never broken it. I've dominated everybody, and I've lost eight fights. 
and I lost all of them by submission, and I lost all of them in the second round. There's something going on that I can dominate eight minutes of a fight, seven minutes of a fight, nine minutes of a fight, and find a way out time after time after time in the same round with the same move. And this undefeated mindset brought Chill to meet a sports psychologist. Real turning point for me is when I went in, worked on sports psychology, got hypnotized, I was never the same. My attitude was different, uh, controlling my diet, being disciplined, falling asleep, the way I approached battle, the way I approached the second round, everything changed. And with that mindset and the performance he just delivered, Chell knew he had what it takes to become a UFC champion and make his father proud. I have one goal, it's to be the world champion and I'm not backing off that goal. And he was going to get back in the title picture, there were just two massive legal problems in his way. Chell Sonnen had over 17 times the testosterone of a normal man when he fought Anderson Silva and over four times the athlete limit. You don't have a championship soul because you're a, uh, a former steroid user. I told them to retest that. I said you must have caught me on a low day. He was fined $2,500 and after several unsuccessful hearings and appeals, Chell was suspended for one full year by the Athletic Commission. That put an immediate rematch with Silva out of the question and since Chell couldn't step in the cage for one full year, how would he keep himself busy in the meantime? I used to rob banks. Money laundering. As a licensed realtor in Oregon in 2006, Chell allegedly engaged in some shady business dealings that caught up with him in 2011. How do you rob a bank? Yeah. That's what got complicated. He allegedly arranged for a title company to pay $69,000 to a plumbing company owned by Chell's mother. The payment being for repairs to a home that Chell was involved in the sale in. But Chell knew that no repairs would be made and Chell got $65,000 to pay the home buyer as an incentive for purchasing the home. Guilty of money laundering. Allegedly. <laughs> you told me. No, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Definitely. Definitely. Chill was facing potentially 20 years in prison and a half a million dollar fine. A deal was made with uh -huh. Chael and the government. A deal was made and Chael quit robbing banks. But the bad guy pleaded guilty, absorbed a $10,000 fine, and was sentenced to two years probation. Jail time? No, no jail time. No jail $10,000 fine. For the American gangster, these legal hurdles were just minor distractions on his path to the belt. UFC 136 alongside Chael Sonnen, who meets Brian Stan. You said America's favorite gangster. The man that you're fighting at UFC 136 down in Houston may rival you for that. All-American Brian Stan. And upon the end of his suspension, Chell would make his second return to the UFC against Brian Stan. Get back up. It was a dominant showing for Sun with a second round submission victory. That's how you and afterwards, he dropped one of the greatest UFC promos ever. Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. The biggest rematch in the history of the business. I'm calling you out, Silva, but we're up in the stakes. I beat you. You leave the division. You beat me. I will leave the UFC forever. It was clear where Sun and Sight were set, but he had one more man to beat before earning another title shot. UFC on Fox 2 alongside Chael P. Sonnen, who faces Michael Bisping this Saturday night. You know, Ariel, I don't walk around looking into cameras and telling people that I'm the best fighter in the world to hear myself talk. <laughs> I say it for the same reason they put warnings on the pack of cigarettes. Fighting Chael Sonnen may be hazardous to your health. How are you going to deal with the Man of Steel, and how will you react? To Sonnen's attack. I'm the man with the biggest arms. I'm the man with the greatest charm. And I'm the man that came to Chicago to do Bisping a lot of harm. It will be one more in the win column, one more above the mantle, and one more for the bad guy. 
tune in on the 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and we will find out who the real world champion is. Chell faced Michael Bisping in January 2012, and both men clearly wanted the chance to dethrone the spider. It's a bad place for Michael Bisping to be. But Chell edged out Michael Bisping to win a decision and clear up any doubts that MMA fans had. Joe Rogan, tonight is not for questions for me. This is your night, brother. I want to know how you feel being only inches away from greatness. I want you to tell everybody how it feels. Are you not mesmerized? Do you not have chills going up your spine for the first time on Fox for you to be here in Chael's Octagon on Chael's channel holding Chael's microphone? Interviewing Chael. I'm pretty excited. I gotta While you're thinking about that, remember this. When you're the greatest fighter in the world today, they got a name for you. They don't call you a great fighter. They call you Chael's son and beat me if you can. That was that. Chell Sonnen was the number one contender and was going to get his rematch. The only thing left, a press tour. I'm going to walk out there as soon as I get the chance. I'm going to wait for him to throw a kick like he always does. I'm going to put my forehead in his chest, run him into that cage, put him on his prissy little ass, and run this into his head for 25 minutes or until he gives up. He comes out and says, my ribs hurt. Well, of course your ribs hurt, Anderson. Your ribs got the same problem that your hand and feet have. They're attached to a cowardly charlatan named Anderson Silva. It's a funeral of a career, man. This is coming to an end. Chell spit fire into every microphone he could find. I'm the people's champion. I am the linear champion. And the best damn middleweight there's ever been. He's a martial artist. I'm a cage fighter. And there's a tremendous difference. Champion versus icon. Myth versus legend. Anderson Silva versus Chael Sonnen, the fake guy versus the bad guy. Letting everyone know he was the rightful champion. What is that sitting in front of you and uh, when, did, when did you win that? This is the world championship title of which I took from Anderson Silva. And in this country, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. And if he wants it back, he knows where to find me. And on Saturday night, it's going to be one more in the win column, one more for the highlight reel, and one more for the bad guy. If uh, on 7-7, I don't win the world championship, my entire journey is a colossal failure. And with bad blood reaching a boiling point at UFC 148 in 2012, we would finally see the end to the rivalry. The first round of the rematch played out like every round before. Take down by Sonnen, five seconds into this fight. Chell taking the champion to the ground and smothering him with ground and pound. But both fighters returned to their corners unknowingly for the last time in their feud. Chell came out strong in round two, but after an unsuccessful throw and a spinning back fist, the end was near. That is an early turning point in this fight. That's a knee. Chell curled up as the champion ferociously finished the fight. Silver retained his title, and an uncharacteristically humble Chell Sonnen accepted the result. You go out there, you bite down hard on your mouthpiece, and uh, you, you do the best you can. But you gotta be, you gotta man up sometimes, and uh, and deal with it when it goes the other way too. Four major world titles slipped through his fingers, but remember, the bad guy had a promise to keep, and as it turns out, another UFC title was in need of a challenger. Just weeks ahead of UFC 151, Dan Henderson had a pull out of his light heavyweight title belt against John Jones due to injury. Dan Henderson has an, uh, a partial tear in his MCL. He saw doctors and, and there was nothing we could do. But luckily for everyone involved, Dan Henderson had a teammate who was more than willing to step in and save the card. For somebody to fight John, John Jones on eight days notice is tough to do. One guy did, not only when I called him did he say, I'll take the fight, he said, I'll fly to Las Vegas tonight and fight him. 
and that was Chael Sonnen. But interestingly enough, John Jones would not take the fight against Chael per the advice of his coach Greg Jackson. John Jones said, I'm not fighting Chael Sonnen. And he says he'll fly here tonight to fight the supposed pound for pound third best fighter in the world. His coach Greg Jackson says, there's no way you take this fight. Yeah, Dana was not happy. This guy is a sport killer. I don't give a what Greg Jackson thinks. This guy's a weirdo, man. Greg Jackson should never be interviewed by anybody ever again, except for a psychiatrist. That caused UFC 151 to be the UFC's first canceled event. John Jones lost grace with the fans, and Chael was praised as a hero. But here's what I do know. Chael Sonnen would have showed up and fought his ass off and tried to win. Which provided a juicy storyline for Chell Sonnen to talk his way into another title fight. Four days away from taking on John Bones Jones. Now introduce him correctly. Four days away from taking on John, soon to be former champion, Bones Jones. Soon to be former champion. Well, I'm gonna take my fist, I'm gonna run into his face repeatedly for 25 minutes or until he gives up. This isn't rocket science. Joe, I don't promote fights, I pick fights. I'm better than John Jones, I'm better than Sean Combs, I am even better than John Holmes. You haven't fought at light heavyweight since 2005. I haven't That's a long lost time. at light heavyweight since 2005. Okay. Longest undefeated streak in the company today, eight years. Cho told any man, woman, and child he could that Joan's perfect title reign stops at the bad guy. I will be firing the entire time. My name is on the marquee. I'm a bigger draw than Rocky. I'm soon to be champ, and they call me Chael P. 49 men have tried to take me, and 49 <laughs> made a slip, and number 50 will be John Jones when I put this on his lip. The best fighters in the world fight on pay-per-view. I don't find title fights. Title fights find me. I don't look for main events. Main events look for me. I'm the most interesting man in the world. I'm the reason Waldo is hiding. The course is current events. FX Ultimate Fighter just before Justified Tuesday night. One more in the record books. One more in the win column. And one more for the bad guy. This man, the great Chael Sonnen, will face this man the youngest champion in the history of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And it's gonna be crazy, ladies and gentlemen, and you're gonna wanna watch it. You had a promise to your, to your late father that one day you would be the UFC champion. Is that right? That's fact. Does that still motivate you to this day as you count down to Saturday? Yeah, it motivates me every day. It's the only promise I made him I didn't keep. The two finally stepped in the cage on April 27, 2013. And this might be a spoiler, but Chell Sonnen almost beat the greatest talent in UFC history. Very quickly into the first round, it was John Jones' fight to control. Jones on top again. Two for two in early takedowns. The champion took Chell Sonnen down, beat him down. It seems like John has decided to try to beat Chael Sonnen with his own strategy. And finished the American Gangster with 30 seconds left in round one. Oh, I'm sorry, did you miss the part where Chell almost won? Let me show you. During a grappling exchange, John Jones completely broke his toe in a freak accident. And John Jones didn't even notice until after the fight. All right, I'm here with the champ. Oh my god. Uh -oh. oh, he's got a broken foot. This means that if Chell could have survived another 30 seconds, it's not a stretch to say that the cage side doctor would have pulled John Jones from the competition and rendered Chell's son of the champion via doctor stoppage. If you had just gotten through that round, there's only a few seconds left to go. Who knows what have happened in a second? That's one of the craziest what-ifs in the history of the sport. And the crazy thing is, while we are nearing the end of Chell's UFC career, we still have a major controversy, a reality show, and one more run at a title to get to. I mean, along the way, Chell even became an analyst on Fox Sports where his takes were more than polarizing. I've never <laughs> seen anybody in the history of America get so rich and so famous out of, of having complete wimps throwing punch at their faces. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, it's happened before. What about Rihanna? 
Shame on you. Blasted. I will not stand for that. But as for the octagon, Chell's next fight was in August 2013 against Mauricio Shogun Hua, where Chell earned a first round submission of the night. Chell's got it. He's got it. And proceeded to call out one of the most terrifying fighters to ever live. Mandalay Silva! Six feet tall and 205 pounds. Boy, until I met you, I didn't know they could stack crap that high. Whoa, 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 whoa. I will let you know when I'm done, Joe. I just got done with the world champion. If you think I won't add a middle-aged comedian just for the goddamn pleasure of it, you better think again. Mandalay Silva, three months, you and the bag. However, Cho would not yet step in the cage with Vanderlei, and instead faced former champion Rashad Evans at UFC 167 in November 2013, where Cho suffered a first round TKO loss. He's getting smashed. Evans is all over but Chell turned a loss into an opportunity to get his dream fight by earning a spot as a coach on the Ultimate Fighter Brazil 3 opposite Vanderlei Silva. Say sorry. I'm not gonna say sorry. The two very clearly did not like each other on this reality show. I can't let you get close. Give me a and this was the perfect way to build up their scheduled fight after the show. But if you've learned anything thus far, it's that controversy would surely follow. Vanderlei Silva would be pulled from the fight due to non-compliance with a random drug test. And the bad guy failed his random drug test and was pulled from the fight. On the heels of a recently failed drug test, UFC title contender Chael Sonnen has announced his retirement from competitive mixed martial arts. He's done enough in the sport. I think he brought entertainment to it. He had a good role and I was excited to be able to um, see him fight and be part of his generation. He's done a lot in his career and if it's his time to go, it's his, it's, uh, his time to go. His retirement, I think I think he's got a great job with Fox. He's got a great job doing commentating and working in the, you know, in the sport still. Life is looking very good for Chelsea on an outside of the octagon. And in classic fashion, two weeks after his announcement, the Athletic Commission revealed that Chill had failed another drug test for several banned substances. This resulted in the termination of his UFC analyst role on Fox Sports and a two-year suspension for mixed martial arts competition. But who cares? Cho was officially retired, right? Yeah, I got a phone call said you want to fight Tito on January 21st. My wife said we didn't have anything going on, so I came out to California. Yes, Cho's son had one more run at a world title, this time in Bellator, starting with former UFC champion Tito Ortiz. And of course, the outcome drew a ton of controversy. The two met in January 2017, and Cho was submitted in round one via rear naked choke. That's it! But wait, where was the controversy? Well, just moments prior to the submission, Chill was attacking Tito and it appears there may have been a physical tap and maybe even more. He yelled tap and that's hard. I let, I let oh, the so position you're saying he verbally tapped. Yeah. But still the loss remained and Chill still had a score to settle with Vanderlei Silva. And despite getting knocked down in the first round, Chill dominated the rest of the fight. Chill, the American gangster. But Chell still had more to prove, answering the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix and defeating former UFC champion Quinton Rampage Jackson via decision, and setting up his next fight with Fedor Emelianenko. Frank Mir and Fedor Emelianenko! Boys, neither one of you is the best, but one of you is next! But the arguable heavyweight GOAT was a tall order, and Chell was finished by Fedor in round one. But Chell had one more run left in him. Chell's plan was simple, return to light heavyweight and carve a path to Ryan Bader for one more world title fight. But the path would be derailed with a second round flying knee that finished the bad guy. That was a real tit for tat battle, but I think it went to Leonardo. Listen, I got one thing to say. I had a hell of a lot of fun. I had a good run. Scott Coker gave me a five fight deal. He let me honor all five fights. And ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm walking out. I appreciate the memories and goodbye. If I, if I beat Leota tonight, I'd have fought Bader for the world championship. And uh, that was the only reason I was in this sport, you know. I promised my father I'd, I'd uh, you know, I was just in the sport. Do you leave with any regrets? No, no. I, I loved every minute. Talking about how you made that promise to your father, and I'm just wondering if, if you could have a conversation with your dad right now, what do you think he'd say to you? I just tell him I tried. Chell couldn't fulfill that promise to his father, but in many ways the legacy he built surpasses that of a world champion. He is the godfather of MMA trash talk, inspiring an entire generation of fighters to build their characters and change the game. Chell had five world title opportunities and almost won four of them. He defeated three former UFC champions. Sure, he never got gold strapped around his waist, but Chell Sonnen has now become a cult figure, known for his microphone mastery and coverage of the sport we all know and love. In 49 fights, Chell amassed 31 wins, 17 losses, and one draw. But the American Gangster's immortal legacy is unmatched, undefeated, and undisputed. If you liked the video, like the video. Let me know what you think of the bad guy below and hit subscribe for more MMA stories. I'll catch you in the next one.